0: I kept this quote from a few weeks back because I thought it uh, to be pretty profound. The quote was, the way that society treats its books is a harbinger of its fate. All right. Like that, that is worth pondering. That is um, a, considering all the absurd things about banning of books and the ones that they choose to ban. Uh mm-hmm. It's, uh, I, there are no, there's no reason to get, get deeply into it. It's just an insult to so many people and, uh, you can control what your kids read or that I, this is an overblown concept based upon insecure politicians who are, are afraid of everything that might lead to the youth of America being offended or hurted or being taught the wrong things or going back and um, trying to cover up what history has done to people and all of these things, and anything sexual, God forbid. If you don't think think that your kids at eight and nine already know that there are boys and girls and there is something about them that are different, yet they go together some way, uh, but let's not give them education about it. Let's just hide all the parts that we don't want them to know, which will make them want to find out even more. Uh, So, that being said, uh, Sid found this list of, now I wonder, in the media, which is so uh, remarkably uh, just screwed up, because there's too much of it, some of it's fake, some of it's not, the facts don't matter in most cases, this list, however, that Sid found, turned out to be incorrect, it was a phony, what's the story on this, Sidney?
1: Well, somebody texted us this link to this snope story so that was because we were talking about it the other day and apparently a a number of high profile accounts shared the list as if it was real Uh,
0: um it was posted to social
1: media in august of 2022 depicting quote the books banned from schools and libraries in florida and it's it's uh yeah there it's a it's true an effort was underway in some school districts, you know, in the country. And But but the list that was being shared, which includes like The Color Purple, A Wrinkle in Time, The Catcher in the Rye, was not an authentic list of banned books statewide. And a, a press secretary, for our friend Ron DeSantis, haha, confirmed it was fake in an emailed statement sent to Snopes. The image is fake, but it was being spread around by tons of people as though... It, and it's got, like, uh, uh, what else is on here? The Handmaid's Tale of Mice and Men, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, Forever, The Kite Runner to Kill a Mockingbird, Harry Potter series, The Grapes of Wrath, Lord of the Flies, 1984, The Call of the Wild, Bridge to Terabithia. I remember having to read that, but I have no idea what it's about. And I Know Why the Caged birds, Bird Sings, and, like, five others on this list.
0: But many of those books do show up on other list that we've seen before that we've seen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So did this
0: list originate from Florida and it was all wrong? Or is it, I don't,
1: I don't know who this originated. I don't know where, but in August of 2022 and it's, but it's a completely, some, it says some of the listed books are specifically mentioned in Florida's benchmarks for excellent student thinking standards or whatever. Their literacy standards put in place after DeSantis eliminated... There's Common some of the Ford all-time
0: classic t- literature yeah. pieces of in forever.
1: But so, I guess there were no state-level book bans in Florida. That I guess uh, yeah, that's that, what, what people were sharing that was false.
2: Okay, that was, that was my question. Is the, the list that went around that was fake was saying these are banned in the state of Florida for the schools there.
0: But, but it's not true in its entirety. It's a maybe but, a suggestion that some of them are, but
2: but some of them are, ridiculous. Some list. or all of them might be banned in particular school districts across the state. But there's not right. one overall list for Over the Overall,
1: yeah, I think yeah, I think that's what it means. Um, but 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 somebody heard us talking about it the other day, and sent us the the uh, the link to uh, to the Snopes.com fact check thing. But uh, anyway, you know, I, I was mean, uh, still. Uh,
0: uh, Over the weekend, I uh, jotted this down because I just thought about, you know, where does this end? Uh, If it's with books right now, and it's about the education of our children and what they should and shouldn't see, uh, and the more you try to hide this from them, the more that they want to know about it. It's like, you know, someone said, if you want kids to read the Bible, ban it, and they'll be buying it, um, you know, constantly. Where does this go? when we get down to song lyrics. The other night, I I had the uh, Us on uh, in my headphones, and I listened to The Stone's Mother's Little Helper. The song is about your mother doing drugs, and it's about drugs in general. Pills uh, for this and pills for that. And my mind ran on to the topics of many rock and roll songs. Sex, drugs... More sex more drugs drinking partying when do we start to try to ban songs on the radio and elsewhere I mean is that next or is that just too insurmountable of a task
2: 1986 uh, and the uh, Tipper Gores group there's your answer
0: well we I covered that last week Yeah. yeah, yeah and that went nowhere Christ she was in you know record stores trying to put, she ended up putting some stickers on some records. And that, that, the biggest, or one of the uh, songs that was a problem was Ozzy Osbourne and Suicide Solution. Because some kid offed himself due to that song, which I believe helped uh, propel her into this, this nightmarish thing of trying to, you know, censor the lyrics of artists. And if you do that, and what it's t- it's too big of a task as is this this thing with books and I just all the outrage and the hand-wringing and the angst about this I think maybe a waste of time because you're never going to hide these books you can do this in the interest of just showing what a caring conservative you are and there's one thing to be a caring conservative and one to be a complete asshole with no grounds or basis for anything you're doing you're not gonna hide this stuff from children children tend to grow up yeah and then they want to know what you know what they've missed
2: yeah oh exactly oh and uh, ozzy was found not guilty of that at all right the plaintiffs failed completely so it it had nothing to do with the song they were just looking for a scapegoat and yet it went nowhere in the 80s But that's not going to stop people from trying again if they think they can get votes for trying. I'm not convinced they care at all if they succeed or not. They just want to be shown as doing it and getting people to vote for them because they're trying to save the children.
0: Yeah, I just, um, the more that I watch news and watch headlines and watch the crumbling of society uh, over culture wars and just ridiculous things, When the important things are overlooked constantly i'm i'm just convinced that this is um, a lot of noise that may not be as much of an issue as we think it is it's politicians and the media and they conspire to lay all these things on us and leave us in fear of everything but i'm not so sure that uh that on the ground level of this um in the in the trenches, that it's really that big of a deal. It's politicians running their mouth to console the concerned, freaked out, uninformed people that keep having babies that shouldn't. But we could bitch about this forever. But, <laughs> you know, it's just it's just maddening. Uh, Alan's Automotive, I want to thank him. He has my wife's car over there at his shop. On Winfield, Whitehaven, South Haven area, uh, some kind of brake light came on. If yours is doing something funky like a light, like engine light, brake light, don't put it off. Uh, just drop it by there. Or no, just don't show up. Call first. 332-3279. I'll let Alan uh, take care of the issue. He remade Wes's car mm-hmm. um, in the past couple of weeks, and uh, my old truck is doing for an oil change. So... Maintenance your stuff, it'll last for a long time, and if you don't, it won't work no more. And AI can't fix that. So let Allen's Automotive be your people, be your man, and go see James and the guys there. 3323279. Thank you, Mr. Allen. All right, this story is a bit confusing to me, but in this day and time of how security has changed and how your credit card can be used and your your face, uh, Amazon has rolled out a new system. In various places a contactless um, exchange that you pay for your stuff with now first of all where are, so so Amazon is putting itself in retail outlets more and more all the time and you show them your handprint like your fingerprint and you pay for it that way is that what this means kind of
1: that is what this means well you know Amazon and Whole Foods are already connected did they buy? whole, I don't remember how. But, yeah, they did. Yeah. So yeah. there's that connection. And you know how you can now already take your credit card out and just tap it. You don't have to put it in the machine anymore. You right. just tap it. You just hold the you know symbol over the thing and it goes beep and you pay. Well, this is even faster. You don't have to get. You don't have to go to all the trouble to spend five seconds to get your credit card out of your wallet and do it to the thing. You yeah, in two. Asshole. I know, it is such a hassle. And in two places in St. Louis at Panera Bread, you can just scan your hand. You hold your hand over whatever uh, thing they have there. I don't know what it looks like. And it goes beep, and you can pay that way. And that's what Amazon is saying they're starting to do. They're actually in more than 200 establishments in and outside the company, said the vice president of Amazon already right now. But it um, begs so the, the
0: question, how do you verify, how do you get your handprint in, a, in this, uh, let's call it a, a database. Right. How do you get your handprint in there to, to make it activate and pay your bill?
1: Okay, this doesn't tell me how, but I imagine there is some kind of service that you pull up and it scans your hand and it saves your info so it knows that it's you. Just like just like already now, you can if you set it up to where you don't have to type in your password on your iPhone, you can let it scan your face to open your to unlock your phone. It's that the seems same. to happen
0: a lot in the movies and TV shows that I watch.
1: Yeah, yeah, I yeah.
0: Even even if somebody is dead, they hold the phone up to their face and it unlocks their phone.
1: Well, supposedly, on that note, they have improved or. You're not, it, it knows if somebody, like if somebody's eyes are closed, it won't work. So if they're dead right, and their eyes are closed, right. it's yeah. supposed to not work, at least for an, the iPhone. But this, this lets people, this will let p- customers scan their palms to pay. And it also can look up their customers like reward accounts or order histories or things like that. So it just makes And their
0: family fun. tree. It sounds because like one so more privacy it's so hard for me to get my credit card out, you know,
1: yeah. <laughs> It sounds uh, like
0: one more intrusion invasion into my privacy. Um,
1: Well, (laughs) it could uh, be to some people. Yeah.
2: I don't know. Well, I hate to tell you about driver's licenses, but.
0: uh, Well, there's that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Is your fingerprint on your driver's license? I don't think that 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 is. Nope. Okay. Have you ever had your fingerprints taken for any reason?
2: Mm, Not since a demo in the scouts. Oh, yes, it has because she's a hardened criminal.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I I I mean, I
1: think, I I don't know. I I
0: have, and I I don't remember, it seemed to be an innocent thing to me at the time, and I cannot recall what it was for, but it would be really hard to nail any of us, except for Sid, because she's a a crim, um, (laughs) if you can't find your fingerprints. Um, That's why, in some of these TV shows I've been watching, and I've been watching some really dark shit, but... Um, this one guy who was killing people pulled all their teeth as his last move dental oh, records yeah. right yeah oh, yeah So if you have no fingerprints on file anywhere and I, I wish I could remember why I had to do this um, But this hand thing sounds like a lot more trouble than it's worth. When you go to let's say Walgreens now, even their little machine. All you got to do is hold your card up to mm-hmm. the thing. It beeps mm-hmm. and you're done. Yeah, but the handprint the... seems to be an unnecessary step. And I I don't know what what the gain is. I don't well, get why right. it's a good thing.
1: I, I mean, it's it's it just it, people's opinion, good or bad. But like it it also says more than fifty of these are in use like for independent retailers, stadiums, and university customers. I guess if you have a concert or a game and all these hundreds of people are coming to the gate, it's gonna be a lot faster. Get your ticket out, please. No, just put your hand there and go.
2: I guess, but then, but, uh, now is this a thing where you you wave it or are you gonna have to like put your hand down on the scanner and wait for a second for it to get scanned? No clue because if you're if it's just where you're waving it over the and it can read it like that then that would be a lot faster. If you're putting it down and having it scanned, it's still going to be faster than digging out a card, but also your hand is touching what everyone else's hand has touched. That's, I think yeah, it that, says yeah, scan, so yeah. I,
1: I'm I'm thinking it might just be hovering above it. But if you that way you you if you lose your tickets that you bought they're in your hand. They're on your hand. You're not going to lose your hand. If you can't find your ticket in your purse or you left it or you're, fell out, I don't know. I just trying to think of, like, all these scenarios. But now,
0: the, I just don't see thing. how it's inconvenience in, uh, at all.
2: Uh, I can they say this would be, would be this faster once you get it set up. But then, the, of course, the, the gruesome question is, does blood have to be flowing through the hand for it to be red? Or can I chop <laughs> off someone else's hands
0: and use their pay use account theirs. to pay? And uh, if you were thing from the adams family uh oh, yeah. would you be able just to you know cruise right through any of this well you'd Definitely. have to jump up and
2: uh you know, present Put your palm to that. the scanner but thing had some really good muscle, so he could jump yeah, really he high. i don't think he yeah. would have any problem with that
0: now thing <laughs> in the show wednesday had a lot he was he was much more flexible than he was in the tv show in the movies wasn't he yeah,
1: he could he dance awesome around and wednesday. like
0: climb up stuff and
1: and flip Do you all off. kind of
0: cool things. Yeah. <laughs> um, did any of y'all see uh, what's her name, uh, uh, Jenny Ortega, on uh, Saturday Night Live, and see how how oh, fucking uh-uh. how, how 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 great she was? She was really really good. I need to watch. She's a star, and she's about two feet tall too.
1: <laughs> but she
0: can act. She is hysterical. She was really really good. Like, well, I'm not buying any of this. I. I just feel that I I just feel so so invaded and so there's nothing private at all and I I'm tired of it. What's next? And there's hands, there's eyes, there's faces. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but it's not new. In many cases of people that do this kind of stuff with the heavy intel and government and all that kind of stuff, I just think it's stupid. Here's well, my card. Either take it or not. I'm not going to show you my hand. No.
1: I think uh, another I think another advantage though would be identity theft, curbing identity theft, maybe too. Uh, you can't but, steal my hand, you can steal my card.
2: Yeah, but on you the know? other hand, if your identity gets stolen <laughs> and you don't have the handprint, and then someone who stole your identity establishes an account with their handprint under your name.
1: Yeah, I don't know how that's make, gonna work, Wesley. <laughs> that's too
0: much for me to think about. I, I got no clue. I, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I found this all very, con- very confusing. Okay. Uh, you had some texts about on the note of, uh, TV shows. What, what um, it, I was watching, um, you, the series. Hey, it's the garbage truck. Hey guys, morning. Hello. They're using a tank in South Haven now to pick up the trash.
2: Uh, <laughs> thanks <laughs>
0: fellas. Awful. Jesus. Uh, And now Dino's going to go (laughs) apeshit. Shut up, boy. Um, The show is You. And if you like, I mean, really intensive murder mystery, it's it's a really complex show. And the fourth season just came out, and it's still in the top five on Netflix. And I got sucked into it. I don't know why, but I watched all four seasons of it. And this guy uh, would kill people and then pull the teeth out and all that. This yeah. show, if you like that kind of crime and suspense and this Jekyll and Hyde kind of a character who is a nice guy, a handsome guy, he gets involved with various people and he has to end up killing them. And it's it's really good. Uh, and we've discussed a bunch of other shows that are on. Ted Lasso is on Apple+. Plus. Uh, number two, uh, uh, the the number two show came out last night. There's a lot of stuff coming up this weekend. Succession on HBO, the Perry Mason thing on HBO is also extremely weird. And if you watch season one, and you're going, since when did Perry Mason become a private eye, and why is Paul Drake a black street cop? It's very strange. And I'm watching that one, but I'm about to skip it over to season two, because they changed everybody in charge, and now Perry Mason is an attorney, and Paul Drake is his colleague. It's really weird, but who's watching what via our text line eight seven eight nine four two zero.
1: Somebody says uh, Outlander on Stars. It's a series. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I've Maybe. heard about that forever. I never found the attraction, but that's just oh. me. Okay.
1: Uh, we were talking about Luther as well, and somebody says Luther has five seasons, ranging yep. from two to six episodes per season. Yep. I found and it then, last
0: night based upon your recommendation, and I set it into my thinger. And uh, what was it on? You said BBC, but it was on.
1: That's where I found it. Something else in a Let story that it was something. on. I need to find it because I want to watch what it. What was um,
0: the Luther the series? Okay, let me see what
1: happens here. Look at you—you talking to your smart devices
0: uh, <laughs> so they could track you. Uh, it's Idris Elba, <laughs> who is a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. I love him. Episodes. Start watching. What is it on? Um, it doesn't tell me, but there. It this began a long time ago, in twenty ten, yeah. so there are. One two. Th- I guess there are five seasons, and then this this movie is the culmination or the follow up to those five seasons, right?
1: I don't know if that's the word that you use because when I read the description of the show, the series, it and I don't want to give it away, so I'm not going to say. But it said something about what happened to him. I don't know. Anyway, the he, movie is really is, good.
0: He is self destructive. And he shines a light into the hearts and minds of psychopaths and killers. I am so in on that. The,
1: mo- the movie, he's great. The movie's really good. And, it, and the bad guy in the movie is Smeagol, f- plays Shme- Smeagol from Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. But cool. do you have
0: to watch the series to, to get the movie?
1: No, no. Well, according to the stories that I read yesterday, no, you don't have to watch one to understand the movie. You don't have to watch okay. the series yeah.
0: Luther is the is the um is the T V seasons and the movie is also called Luther?
1: Luther the movie is like Luther the, the fallen son or something.
0: Alright, cool. All right, what else?
1: This person also says Perry Mason shows his transition to becoming a lawyer.
0: Which really sounds odd that suddenly he's a, he's a PI on the street and then he takes some time off and goes to law school.
1: I'm not watching I, it, so I don't know.
0: I don't get it. I'm I'm baffled. Okay, I'll look into it. What, do you, what else you got?
1: Wondering if you have ever listened to John Moreland, listed influencers, influences or Tom Petty, Steve Earle, etc. Great songwriter.
0: No, yeah, I have not, sir. I don't think I, there's not enough hours in the day, man, for books, watching TV, <laughs> and, and, and the music. It's overwhelming, but fun to look into all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that.
1: Greg says another Prime series to watch, Three Pines, a Canadian-produced series in the indigenous area of Canada. Great mystery.
0: It's on my list. I started it and then stopped it, but it is on my uh, Amazon Prime front page. Thank you. I will get to that eventually. Thanks.
1: After I watch
0: John Wick kill everybody on Earth.
1: (laughs) Oh, but I hate Keanu Reeves. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> he can't act his way out of a paper bag, which is why he has about four lines of dialogue in each film. That's Otherwise, cool. he's shooting the shit out of everybody in sight, but he don't talk much because he don't talk good. He can't act. I know, act it kind of makes me sad. He can't act. He's a douche. It kind of makes me sad. I like Mickey, him because he, he's supposed to be yeah. a very nice guy, but I could never get past all the Matrix stuff because the guy can't act. And I, no matter how hard I try, I cannot not see him in bill and ted's excellent douchey adventure Oh, i love that i just can't watch that stupid crap well I just he was on
1: he was on colbert i don't know in the past month or something so watch that episode maybe and then just see how he is on colbert i i don't know um i like I the guy
0: i just but i yeah. mean he is a, a a badass up there with I mean movie badasses from all time. I mean, good lord. He's it's it's just endless bloodshed. Yeah, which is all we need.
1: I think he's good looking. Um Vicky Anything. says better better call Saul airs April eighteenth. For some reason I thought it was done but she said she was looking at what's coming on Netflix in April and it shows season 6 the final ep- apparently the final episode already aired on AMC last year so I don't know what that means
0: I, I know love, that love that's, it. and I, she might be confused because um because Bob Odenkirk is in a brand new series on Netflix I think
1: I think you're now, right As far
0: as I better call Saul I don't I I couldn't tell you but I know that Odenkirk is in a brand new series playing somebody else, which seems to be a pretty quick turnaround from being typecast as that character for a long time into a brand new series. I don't know. Look it up someplace, but I, I couldn't tell you on that one.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Hey, I also want to congratulate everybody who won journey tickets from us in October because they came in and they have been sent to people's emails in, via via me and via Ticketmaster. So congrats to Brian and John and Philip and uh, who else? Um, it doesn't matter. Anyway, Jim, let's say so, Jim. All right. So, thank Groovy.
0: you. Groovy. The compact disc turned 40 years ago this week. Hard to believe that it's been 40 years. And it is now pretty much obsolete. However, how many copies did it sell last year? Are them, they? A ton. I looked
1: that Yeah, yeah, I looked that up. Billions still. Ton, I mean, yeah, way, way, way more than we thought.
0: <laughs> and, you know. So you ask on Facebook, what was the first one you ever bought? Now, I yes. don't know how people have these kind of great memories. I have no idea. Mm. I would I don't the, either. The last one I bought uh, was when Sgt. Peppers was released in that new form with outtakes and all that stuff i bought that one i think was the last one i ever bought uh, but who what was the first one these people ever bought
1: this is hilarious we got tons of comments and i'm trying to think of mine too you remember your first album but you don't remember your first cd I do. uh jill what says pretty
2: sure on oh, mine no, yeah. I, I remember the first and the last one the first one i bought was when I got a CD player for the first time, and I, that same day, I got a CD copy of Dark Side of the Moon so I could hear the whole thing from the beginning to the end without having to stop and flip the record over. <laughs> there you go. And, yep. and also, I put it on repeat, and this is something you mentioned in this music cast of yours about how the heartbeat carries on from the end of the album yes. on into the beginning. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: That's what, yeah, it's... And the, and the heartbeat is in there in Us and Them and in uh, yeah. other songs too so mm-hmm. the the heartbeat is and the heartbeat was created by a certain kind of they, they did something with a with a bass drum added some kind of effect to give it that that heartbeat sound so cool yeah that's that was in yeah you know all these albums that we are so you know burnt out on when you get into them on these podcasting things that I do you get a whole new look at them and they aren't so you know tiring and you're just not you know burnt on the whole thing when you get into it and hear the band comment about it it's it's a whole new look at albums like that pretty good stuff and I, you do
1: a great job with, with those too so people need to just watch the top of the Facebook page I update the times when your music cool, cast between you. the grooves airs so good. so they'll know chris says women and children first funny thing is i didn't have a cd player at the time my friend <laughs> said get the cd and use mine to record it to cassette L O L. okay oh, nice. all
2: right
0: that works
1: so there you go lauren says i can't remember 40 minutes ago laughing face okay. <laughs> yeah
0: Jay- good point
1: jason says beastie boys licensed to ill mm-hmm.
0: uh
1: what tina got steely dan aha still one of my favorites oh, she says that
0: good asia
1: uh, Asia oh I'm sorry well, why did I say aha I, I can't read
0: that was a bear uh, that had one hit and went away yeah take on me in the US me. in Europe they did a lot better <laughs> yeah
1: Wes West knows about all these weird ass no. um, Ty says I think it was the cult's love CD that was my favorite one ever from the cult uh, just, Justin says Michael Jackson dangerous and Paula Abdul forever your girl <laughs> okay, you a bitch
0: like boyfriend
1: uh, Gene says too Waylon Jennings' greatest hits and Band on the Run Wings.
0: Oh, uh two good choices. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What is and I'm going to say this wrong? spratch Zarathustra. To test speaker had to test speakers. What is that?
2: What the also stock so, uh also, from 2000? Yes, what is that?
0: Zarathustra, whatever it's called. Uh, oh uh, who? What is
2: dun, that? Dun dun dun
0: dun 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 dun.
2: From 2001. Oh, okay. Uh, Sprock something. I don't, or something don't know
0: like how to say. Yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> <right. God>. <laughs> a, a Totally irre- irrelevant story about that. It doesn't matter. Go uh, ahead. R-
1: Randy says the Eagles' greatest hits. Okay. Mike says Scorpions love it for a Sting. <laughs> uh, hell yes. R- Rolling Stones hot rocks from Ken. Metallica okay. master of puppets says Bob. Okay, Bob, you're a bad Shane, Thanks, Steve Vai, passion and warfare. uh, (laughs) david says i can't remember either ozzy no more tears or megadeth countdown to extinction
0: both perfect
1: albums both Ooh, christy and i have this one still the singles movie soundtrack which is so good okay Mm -hmm. um the singles remember the 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 movie called singles the soundtrack is really good it has a lot of good 90s 90s songs on it
0: i'll buy it tonight from amazon
1: You'll hate it. Tony says, Aerosmith Classics Live. Okay. Rachel Soundgarden, Super Unknown. That's good. Good choice. Joshua Tree by U2, says Gary. That's a good Queen's one. Gra- Queen's Greatest Hits, roughly in 93, says Daniel. Ooh, Deep Purple, Perfect Strangers. I bet my brother and I had that oh. on a tape. Um, <laughs> uh, ooh, Judy says, not sure. I worked at a record store when they came out, so mostly I got promo copies for free and was around so much good stuff no telling what I bought
0: that's a good just point just radio guys G.
1: never yeah, bought one too. CD until
0: they left radio because they were all for free yeah.
1: <laughs> I know yeah. I know yeah. that's why I, I think I can't remember because yeah they were, they were free well, um, that, Sean in, go ahead
2: that last one I, I said I bought was uh, Lattice Morissette Jagged Little Pill because all the promotional copies that the company set out to radio censored the, uh, the F word right in the middle of things yeah and, yeah
1: yeah. Yeah. Damn them. What was uh, this? Sean says Innuendo from Queen. Oh, that's uh, let's good. Let's see. Yeah. Huey Lewis in Lewis the News 4, says Christopher. Corn self titled. Oh, my God. This is funny. Somebody named Keith says Samantha Fox, Touch Me, 1986, German edition, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I hear okay, you there, pleasure. bro. Yeah. Keep yeah, that to, your, to yourself. All right.
1: No. No Jacket Required, Phil Collins. I remember that one. Yeah, OU812, like, Van Halen. OU812. Oh, OU812. John says, whatever... Col- <laughs> okay, I was a member of this crap too. John says, whatever Columbia House gave me a deal for on for a penny. That was the only way I could afford the switch from tapes to CDs. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> what a flash.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember flash being about 13 years old, and I saw that thing in a magazine or something
1: yeah and
0: yeah. and i and uh i thought 13 albums for one cent okay whoever thought that up was really a dumbass because i ordered that <laughs> to a vacant house next door to ours oh. and they brought it oh, and i had really? 13 oh. new albums and that i stole Bad karma. I'm then, sorry. I was young. Then stupid. <laughs> every
2: month another album showed yep. up there because you had to opt out of getting the monthly yeah, yeah, selection. Yeah, you did. I think that I somebody pissed.
0: got hip to it though, and they shut me down. I don't remember how that worked out, but that first thirteen was pretty strong. Though
1: I bet. God,
0: what you get? So a, a few more that.
1: here. Uh, Billy says, "Pearl Jam ten uh, synchronicity." Uh, Damon says, "Honeymoon suite." I feel shame. <laughs> Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, you should, yes Damon. Yes, no. as you should. They uh, a wonder, wonder. Yeah. Uh,
1: Chris says the cult Sonic Temple, they she he or she still has it and still plays it. What father and your ass? Um oh my god, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I and Two uh, people have said the ace of bass, what the Oh uh, well uh, the
2: sign was huge.
1: I guess. Yeah. I James says in utero, that'd be Nirvana. Uh, Norman Elvis Aloha from Hawaii.
0: Nice. That ain't bad. Be- nice going. yeah
1: Best of the Doors, Billy Joel, River of Dreams, Green Day, and People my
0: best ofs are lazy, I think, but Well, me.
2: at the time, kind those of... were pricey, especially yeah, CDs. Were. Record companies. Yeah. You, the profit on an individual CD was
0: ridiculous to the record yeah. companies. But they were easy to shoplift too, so you know. Well, that's
2: why they started. In only in the U.S. did they start uh, packaging them in those super long uh, cardboard rectangles.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: And that was specifically because they were easy to shoplift, right?
1: (laughs) Uh, Derek says, "Fantastic Voyage" from Coolio. That was that was. Did I have that? I don't know. Um, Zeppelin Two. Stevie Ray and Jimmy Vaughn, family style, and vanilla ice, says Andrew.
0: At least you have versatile taste. All right, that's enough. That's good. Yeah, thank they were, you. Thank
1: you for playing. Yeah, thanks for answering. That's that's They're funny to read.
0: Yeah, watch the Facebook because it puts up really good, you know, thought-provoking things on there all the time. Facebook is, um, well, it's up there wherever you find Facebook. I have no yes, idea.
1: Yes, we like to hear this, from you. So thanks.
0: Sure we do. We, yeah, we love it. All right, uh, movie reviews, movie, uh, I think that people sometimes read those and respond to them uh, by not going to a film, and then they realize that they messed up. Some of these things like Rotten Tomatoes, they seem to be pretty accurate, um, but it's all in the eye. You know, critics are a dime a dozen, and who cares what they think, really? But they've made a good living being assholes for a long time. and uh, yeah. But this one is a story about movies explained so badly that they're brilliant. Are they critics or are they just average people?
2: No, these are just people. There is a whole subreddit developed Uh, around these these things here and someone uh, at uh, satin useless just compiled several of them so these yeah so this first one here is the movie description is called talking frog convinces son to kill his dad the picture is from empire strikes back with yoda on luke's back Uh (laughs) uh-huh talking should <laughs> go. Did you ever? Well, I never saw it, but you you remember that movie, uh, that horror movie, uh, Human Centipede or whatever it was. Three people yeah. get stitched together.
1: Oh yeah. God! Real, no. Yeah, a small town either. doctor
2: brings three people closer together is the description. Uh huh. Okay.
1: okay. <laughs>
2: this movie is described as family's first Airbnb experience goes very wrong. Here's Johnny. Oh. <laughs> This is uh, Tom Hanks on the island screaming at Wilson, and the caption description of this movie is, man with one ball has hard time getting a ride home.
1: (laughs) 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 That's great.
2: That's pretty good. This movie is uh, described as, a young man forcibly binds other men and photographs them for money. It's Spider-Man, who webs up criminals and takes their pictures. pictures. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This very bad description of The Matrix uh, says that this movie is a group of friends decide to spend less time online. (laughs) Okay. This movie description is illegal immigrant chased by the feds. It's E.T. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This bad movie description is a guy comes across a dead body in the forest and kisses her while seven other guys watch. Snow White. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) Old man obsessively stalks teenage girl. There's the bad description for the whole Twilight series. okay. Uh I never did get into that one too much. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Me neither. Uh, Shrek's movies are described as an overweight loner with poor hygiene and social skills goes on a quest to get rid of the minorities invading his homeland.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which... That's pretty is good accurate. Too. Yeah, yeah,
2: it is. This one has been floating around for years. Group spends nine hours returning jewelry. It's the Lord of the Rings movies. Ah, uh, oh. that's pretty good. Return. That's smart. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies, featuring Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow, are described as drunk guy keeps losing his transportation. <laughs>
1: that's not i saw
0: about 10 minutes of one of those and had no interest in it whatsoever the first
1: one was good
0: (laughs) i i I couldn't have cared any less and still don't i just thought it was stupid and one
2: of your favorite actors drake keanu reeves in a movie that was described as public transportation running ahead of schedule for once Speed. Speed! You got it, Sid. <laughs>
0: oh, well, What that's a classic. A yeah, man. That was great. It <laughs> is good. It was, Shut up. Was fine entertainment. That's that's awesome. Good girl, stuff. Girl tries acid for the first
2: time. There's the Wizard of Oz.
0: Ah. <laughs> you know, I the other day when I was doing this uh, Pink Floyd thing, I, I really was tempted to find a way because um, maybe it's HBO Max and it's just gotten the right. So a bunch of of these
2: they have great the old Oz films, movies. yeah,
0: and they have Wizard of Oz, and I, I was kind of compelled to watch it, but I, uh, I could probably sit up here and start that movie, and the album on my computer and see what yeah. happened.
1: I, wanna, um, I never did it either.
0: There are those that swear by it, uh, and they. When I was doing some research for this this thing. Uh, the band had some comments about it and it was a, a it was they uh, denied any involvement in that theory at all. but still, uh, they highlighted some of the moments where things happen on the album like when all the bells go off for time
2: mm-hmm.
0: and um, a number of things that matched up. And you know how many you know stoners have tried this. Oh, sure. And are convinced that it was done I that want way, because the album is forty-three minutes and seconds um, in length, but the movie uh, is longer than that. But I guess that the biggest crescendo is when it goes from black and white to color. I'm not sure, but someday I may do that, because <laughs> I've, I've just always found the theory to be. Really interesting.
1: It, me too. But do you know what it
0: would take to do that oh, to yeah. match up to a movie, and it was yeah, hard enough, you know I'm sure, start? for them to just make the album. Oh, the album. I I mean, I, I just never. It's it has been a uh, a real um, revelation to me how how some of these albums are done. That one especially, and I've heard more comments about this one than any of the uh, previous ones that I've done. Because the album has been around for so long, and mm-hmm. has been has been you know studied and how they did it, even when they explain uh, this remix from 2003, it's hard to understand all that they had to work with. Because at first, back in '73, they had two or then maybe you know four tracks, mm-hmm. and they had to to lay track over track. Like anybody who, who who made the albums back then, with just four tracks, like the Beatles, they had to go over and over and over again uh, on these tracks, and and it was a it was a real challenge. But then they had the time, you know, thirty years on to go back and to recover some of the older stuff, and they recorded everything somehow. Uh, uh, in in a quad, and they have a diagram that shows how you should hear it if you're hearing Dark Side of the Moon properly. And it, it's it's just mind numbing to see how these guys you know work and how their brains work. What'll be really fun now? And I saw a tiny clip of what of what um, Roger Waters is doing with the new version. And it was. It isn't. I won't call it unplugged because you couldn't do that kind of stuff unplugged. No, not. But he is applying himself to this. Uh, in the interviews that I ran uh, in that show, they were all still, you know, friends and you know comrades and and colleagues. They sure as hell aren't now. No. Nope. Uh, one of them's <laughs> dead, and and Rogers a dick, and. Uh, that's I don't know where it went so bad for them, but but after Darkside, he makes a comment in there, kind of a, a sarcastic thing about after they were done with Darkseid and how much success it had. Um, uh, about writing Have a Cigar, and yeah. that was about the uh, success of that record. And then oh. they went and did. Um, what was that on? That was on uh, "Wish You Wish Were, you were Here, Here," right? Yeah, that had and that and that. "Welcome
2: that. to the Machine." Yeah, I love that song.
0: And they uh, they did "Wish You Were Here," "The Wall." There was something else between that. Animals. Uh, animals.
1: I love animals.
0: And, yeah, and it, and they did seven albums before Dark Side. Yeah. So they were uh, way ahead of their time. And it's hard to tell who, they were all, you know, very, very smart, smart players. But Waters wrote all the words and um, he wasn't as much of a, of a caustic and, you know, you know, burnout a-hole yet in 03, but he sure got there right quick. But yeah, um, yeah it was, a, it's an interesting thing to do. It's, uh, you, you just learn new things about these albums you've heard for 50 years that you never knew were there, and it's um, it's a real interesting thing to dive into. And I want to mention uh, our new sponsors, uh, Good People. Uh, the tap room for Hook Point Brewing is over on Brookhaven Circle. Hook Point uh, is a place where they brew all kind of draft beer out in Collierville. Well, they have moved over their new place to Brookhaven Circle, the ready room is the brew pub right? That's where you yes. can go in there and eat lunch Wednesday uh, through Sunday, and the, it's uh, fantastic food. This is not the usual kind of kind of greasy bar food. We had some of it, and it was extremely good. So it is right beside the bar where you can, you know, pull up your chair and taste all you want to. They, they offer, uh, you know, flights of beer, which I guess means, you know, three or four different kinds, in smaller glasses mm-hmm. so of the 13 taps you can taste them uh, and see which one is more uh, appropriate for your palate but uh, it's a top-of-the-line operation these guys are way into this and they have worked on it for a long time uh, uh, it's just um, a, a classy joint and they have really strong craft beers I'm no expert on craft beer one of them. Um, Uh, calories, about 97, and two carbs, up to one that is like 10 point something percent alcohol. So depending upon your taste and your palate and how much you can take, go and see them. The Ready Room and Hook Point Brewing together on Brookhaven Circle on the west side there. And uh, fantastic food, great sandwiches and appetizers and the beer and TVs and the good vibe uh, that exists in this place for after work or for lunch. All right, weekend gathering. See more at hookpointbrewing.com. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mark. Good people doing uh, a really uh, nice piece of work here. Well, all these brew pubs and this, all this you know craft beer is a big deal, and they are doing it right with um, the right kind of ingredients and the approach, and you can go see them and find out for yourself. Thank you, guys. Hook Point Brewing, the ready room on West Brookhaven Circle in various parts of the country and various school systems and libraries and such uh... more books were banned last year than ever before and there's no reason to go off on a hateful tangent about how uh, how horrible that is uh... but it is what it is it's always been in play we've burnt books we've burned records we've burned witches, we should burn a lot of people uh... like like puts what's, uh, what's his nuts down there in uh, Florida, Governor uh, Ron Hitler, and so uh, they're banned in books. And now he's trying to expand. The first thing about don't say gay thing was uh, for kids from pre-K to third grade, and that 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 has a uh, that makes a little bit of sense. That small kids don't understand, nor do they need to be. Um, exposed to all this stuff, unless of course they have two mommies, which is a whole That's, different story.
2: Well, yeah. yeah. And what do you, what do you do if your if your kid who's in second grade has a friend who has two dads or two moms?
0: Exactly. It's just hiding your head in the sand and being afraid of things you don't understand. Uh, he uh, yesterday his uh, in his ongoing Nazi brilliance, he wants to expand that to grade school and into high school. Whoa. What is wrong with you? Why do you, anybody that wants to find out about how the human body or how, uh, what their sexuality is, is going to find out well before they're 13 or 14 years old. Right. Uh, And it's, and they aren't going to find it in some, it's just so uh, beyond the pale. It's annoying to even bring up. But the banning of books continues because this asshole and people like him will persist, and but someday he'll be gone and they'll just change all the rules back. That's my only hope and optimism in that area. Uh, this one, however, a little bit more interesting. Internet archives face an uphill battle in a lawsuit uh, over their free digital library. Does this involve the banning of things in that realm or not? Not exactly. The First, some background. The Internet Archive
2: opened in 1996. Their point was to digitize newspapers, and that has grown since then. And they are saying this is kind of like a physical library. We're a nonprofit. In 2005, they started uh, uh, digitizing books. So they say they scan like 4,000-plus books a day in 18 places around the world Jeez. and then load them up onto the Internet which lets anyone go and read them. Well, publishers of books have kind of a problem with this because what, the, what they have done is they, the four major book publishers have gotten together to sue them, saying basically that uh, with this collection of digitized books available to anyone to read on the internet without requiring any kind of payment hurts writers and publishers who lose out on a payout. Hmm. Yep. So they're saying that their actions grossly exceeded legitimate library services, do violence to the Copyright Act, and constitute willful digital piracy on an industrial scale. And I've got to say, as convenient as the Internet Archive is, they have a really good point. I'd, I would rather sell copies of my book than have people read it for free on the Internet Archive and me get nothing for that. So...
0: I see their point on this. Well, they say, so why has this not ever been an issue till now? Because what you just said makes you go ding, ding, ding. Uh, because if that, if this were were a a song, the artist would raise hell. If somebody could find it in the library and jam to it and they get nothing for it, right? Is it kind of the same thing?
2: It is kind of the same thing. Now, uh, brick and mortar libraries, which provide a great service by letting the general public go get a book, check it out, uh, read it, return it, and not pay anything. And sometimes yeah. they'll charge a nominal fee if you if you check out, say, uh, CDs or albums or something like that. But the... But there is a physical copy of it involved and the publishers got paid for that physical copy that's sitting in the yeah. library mm-hmm. so that's a different thing than this which there's there's no payment going out to the publishers apparently at all and that is a, now as for why it's gone on this long yeah. i'm not sure maybe the uh, publishers first didn't think it was much of a problem and now they're seeing how much it is and maybe since it takes a long time for things to go from the first movement of, you got to stop this or we're going to sue you, to getting in front of a federal judge, this might have been in the works for uh, a couple of years. Oh, in fact, it was in the work, started in uh, 2020. So that's still a long
0: time that they went from without doing a whole yeah. lot about it. it yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's that, that really is. God, well, they, overlooked. Jeez.
1: They digitized the wrong person's book, bitch.
0: Well, that should, that's what you know, happens. <laughs> and it, uh, I wonder why this is just now coming to light.
2: Well, it's... I mean, so they didn't start with books in two, 2005, but that was still 15 years from when they started doing that. So maybe their their first movements were to digitize old uh, public domain books like Moby Dick. No one's yeah. losing out on money if if you don't buy a copy of Moby Dick if you read it online. It's public domain. So... Uh, yeah. There's a lot of that out there, and so maybe it, it, they just raised these red flags when they started moving into books that are still protected by the Copyright Act.
0: Mm, interesting, interesting. All right. Also, on uh, we can't, we can't get away from AI. Just forget about it. It's here. Someday you'll be replaced by a, by a a robot. It's inevitable. Just uh, stand by. Uh, ChatGPT is a new development every day, and I see it on Microsoft. They're trying to force this down my throat with Bing, and they're trying to put new little icons on my screen. I don't want this stuff on my screen. I have enough. I don't want it. Uh, But the AI, the robot, the improvements upon how they can change the world and change our lives. Interesting comparison between uh, AI and CEOs of companies now could they do I mean could would an AI work cheaper and get the same results the first thing I would that popped into my mind was the people over at the uh, at at, uh, Disney who uh, went to hell in a handbasket after Bob Iger left he was there I think as CEO what three times over the past three or three or four decades Anyway, the place was just uh, falling apart. The theme parks, they'd raised prices too high. Uh, Disney Plus TV was a mess. So they brought in uh, Bob Iger again to fix it. And he apparently is on the path to doing that. So let's do a cross look at AIs and CEOs and who's doing a, a better job. Wes has this story.
2: Yes, the story talks about NetDragon Websoft. It's a online gaming firm. They have an annual revenue of about two point one billion dollars, so not a small company. They have a new CEO that they uh, his name is Tang Yu. Like a CEO, Tang was responsible for all the typical duties of a company flat figurehead. The story says reviewing high level analytics, making leadership decisions, assessing risk, and fostering an efficient workplace. Huh. Tang worked 24-7, did not sleep, and was compensated exactly $0 per year because Ye- uh, Tang wasn't human. She was a virtual robot powered by AI. And wow. over oh. the time since Tang was put in place, the company has gone basically way up and outperformed the stock market in the Hong Kong stock market by almost 20%.
0: Jeez.
1: Wow. <laughs> what
0: does that say for the future?
2: This says a lot. The story goes on to talk about how there's so much talk that all these workers could be replaced by automation and artificial intelligence and how the people in charge of these companies are celebrating that because it's cost cutting measures, but not a whole lot of them are talking about how they might be replaced and the company that they used to work for come out better. They talk about the pay, the average pay for a fortune 500 CEO is $16 million per year. Of course it is. Over the past 45 years, the average worker pay in the United States has only gone up about 18%, which hasn't kept up with overall inflation, I don't think. The average CEO pay has gone up 1,460%. Oh, my gosh. So one CEO is paid the equivalent of almost 400 regular workers. And so, but... You know, they're the CEOs, right? They're the ones in charge. They're making the decisions. They're making the hard calls. They're looking yeah. at all this data that's very specific. They're looking yeah. at the specialized stuff, and they are they are working as a team for the company. Well, they also cost a whole lot of money, and it turns out that a lot of times they're doing really bad. Yep. And yep. They, they, so they can get They have clawed their way up to the upper echelon of these businesses and are sitting in the big comfy chairs. And even if they do horribly, if they do things, if they have a performance record so horrible that a common level worker would have been fired three, four times, they can just quit or get fired and have a great package on the way out. They're going to be
0: fine. That was my last thought was the smartest move that any of them make is the golden parachute, uh, because they can go up, they 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 achieve that goal of being the CEO of whatever the case may be. They're making a lot of money. Uh, if they're really good, they sit back and they do their job, they they uh, delegate, they succeed in their, and uh, people around them succeed, or they destroy the entire thing and get fired. And they pull somebody in to fix their mistakes. On the way out, their their payouts are unbelievable. I know people in this business that have worked at a lot higher level than I ever did. Uh, one guy that that started the E Entertainment Network, um, he went on t- um, to be the CEO of NPR for a bit. Honest mm-hmm. to goodness, uh, cool. this guy was in. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, VH1 involvement. But he was in a number of these CEO high-level, making a lot of damn money. And he got fired from every job that he had eventually. Because the, the media world is a very non-ending dog, dog uh, kind of thing. But he would get these huge gigs. And then in about two or three years, somebody would replace him for whatever reason. He... He's, he is a multi-millionaire based upon getting fired. And that's how you do it. So, yeah. <laughs> if you kids out there want to take some notes, read the contract and get a big payout when they blow your ass out the door, which shouldn't be very long. Yes. Unbelievable. So, so let's review what we've learned. Let's hey, use robots.
2: Hey, well, what CEOs
0: do is they...
2: Well, what, they, they track the company performance, they make budgets, they forecast, they plan strategy, uh, they you know, implement proposed plans, they have to talk with the board, they have to do PR, I guess. But a lot of that, especially those first couple ones, tracking company performance and AI would yeah. be able to do that easy. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that they do. Budgeting and forecast, they could do a budget Quick uh, forecast. I guess if they pick up on on trends, uh, by if you like, you asked a AI to write a poem, they would go out and uh, look for poems to draw from. The CEO AIs would go looking for pertinent information to like like the people do do, and can probably disseminate it a whole lot better and faster.
0: Mm, 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 mm.
1: And if you're a CEO well, making too much money, they know the next guy will do the same. Job is you, but require or ask for less. Mm. Thats: Yeah. Why, well, know.
0: the future is now, the good news. This is Drake Digital.